Hey folks, it's Jeremy, the host of Blamo. Thanks so much for listening. This is a preview of one of our exclusive shows on Patreon. These are member-supported shows, meaning they only happen because of our incredible members and community. So check out a preview of the episode, and if you like it, consider joining us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Blamo, where we have tons of exclusive Blamo episodes, shows, our amazing Slack group, and we're adding new things for members all the time. If not, no worries, we still love you, and we literally have hundreds of episodes of Blamo all free for you to dive into. Thanks so much. Everyone always wants to know, what are you wearing today? But no one ever thought to ask, how are you wearing today? Welcome to the Triple J Show, hosted by Jeremy Kirkland, Gian Delian, and John Moy. This show is what a podcast would sound like if you could make one with your own hands. Like we used to in the good old days, when jacket cuffs were functional, jeans were shuttle loomed, and no one joked, Hey buddy, why are you so dressed up? just because you decided to wear a sport coat to the grocery store. As three mildly respected industry veterans whose net worth is mostly housed in their closets, the Triple J crew will share stories from behind the bespoke curtain, make a little more sense of the rapidly changing fashion world, and who knows, someone may learn a thing or two. So button those middle buttons, tighten those side tabs, strap on those monks, and enjoy the ride. Three amigos, three musketeers. We're here. Uh, we're back. <laughs> we're back. We're back. Um, it's Fashion Week, and the only person I know who's really embodying the Fashion Week is uh, is Mister Gian, who's out running the streets while you know Moy and I are holding it down in our uh, respected bungalows, wherever, wherever, wherever. Mo- Moy, where are you? First off. You guys aren't getting the images I'm sending you to pretend like you're here. Oh I'm no, send, I'm, I'm sending you. I don't post on stories so that you can oh. be like, "Thanks for the invite." Yes, that would be yeah. sick. No, you know, I just had to turn down a bunch of invites. You know, I just couldn't make it out there. It's got some other stuff. You know, I'm not really a, a show person. You know, oh I'm yeah, for the clothes, not oh. for the spectacle. Um, no, no, I'm in my house. This is just oh. like my office. It's finally like kind of set up. So wow! Once you got rid of the cane, you just let go of the game. Yeah, once I couldn't have like a stunt, you know what I mean, like a disruptive mm-hmm. moment for my own personal brand. Um, I was just like, well, what's the point? You know? Yeah, I got I got a couple pictures by Tommy, and I was done. <laughs> Check <laughs> ten years ago, hanging <laughs> out like the old old Drake store. That was like five Drake stores ago. <laughs> five Drake stores. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, but thankfully, Four you're there. and five Drake stores ago, John Moy <laughs> went to a fashion week and photobombed in Hollywood. I like your Saturday evening post sweatshirt, though. My mom made it, like, a forever ago. Is your mom a Rockwell fan? What? Is that Norman Rockwell? Yes, Norman Rockwell. Yeah. She, like, Oof. for when I was, like, I don't know, a little, little kid, my mom discovered, like, iron on and, like, screen printing at home. And so she would just, like, get like cheap sweatshirts and then like throw stuff on there that she liked or that we liked. So like there were like super tiny, like comp, she would just like take a comic book, you know, like, and then her best friend 
who was also a teacher, was the art teacher at the high school. So, like, she could, like, help her get, like, stuff, you know, like a screen or, like... And she's like, you you, you kids are normal Rockwell fans now. Yeah. Well, this one wow. was my mom's back in the day. And mm. then I discovered it on a trip back home. And I was like, this is pretty sick. You want to hear a crazy Norman Rockwell story? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? I was not, I ne- um... You never hear that sentence, like, outside <laughs> right. of, like, what, 1948? Like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was going to say... what. <laughs> uh well no I, I was at the polo showroom like maybe a couple seasons ago and jerry lauren ralph's brother was there you know the guy that suggested changing the name from lifshitz to lauren like yeah goat status and i mean he's he's so full of energy such like a great person in general but i don't know for some reason we started talking about well because i was talking about greg his son greg lauren the designer mm-hmm. that's jerry's son and he got to talking about his like vintage warehouses where Greg, I guess, would pull a lot of like the materials that he was using. And then it turned into this conversation about the National Gallery of Art and oh. how they have donated or not donated, but a lot of the Norman Rockwells that are his. And he proceeded to flip through his phone and show me the Rockwells that were there and the Rockwells that he still had. So, wow, that was just yeah, I was like, oh, all right, I'm I'm. I definitely do not have this much money or any Rockwells lying around, but this this dude's got lot like Rockwells like precious moments dolls. Like my mom probably has precious moments figurines. He has like Rockwells stocked like precious moments figurines. I'm just like, that's <laughs> that's insane. Sick. One of the one of the Jerry Lawrence stories was uh when they went public. Um he was walking around the office and tapping his pocket saying, Oh, sorry, anyone got change for a million? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm a ton of Jerry Lawrence stories. Like, post COVID, we were having dinner at the the polo bar or the restaurant downstairs, and not only was former British Prime Minister Tony Blair there, <laughs> which was hilarious, okay, but um, Jerry Lawrence was there, and it was like his his first, like one of his first big nights out post COVID. Oh. And so his social battery like was overflowing, and he was like literally stalking by every table and talking to everyone. And I was just like, this man's energy. Every time I've, I've seen him in person, it's always been consistent and like grade a human. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He's a champ. Truly. Um, damn. Well, that, that's okay, how, that's now, how you start like, fashion. We week. go to fashion week and I don't have a <laughs> this, this anecdote. Week, yeah. I don't have any, <laughs> any of the Lawrence, none of them. I got no anecdotes for none of them. Yeah, I don't even think I've eaten at that restaurant before. You've never been to the polo bar? No. We'll get you to the polo bar. I I will say the polo bar is is one of the few places. Yeah, the food is good. And it's also the crowd is the crowd is always better than the food. And the food's amazing. Like one of the life hacks is if you do go get the Reuben, but order it as an appetizer, they will cut it into like little bite sized pieces. That's Jerry's dish, man. The Reuben. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Reuben. Interesting. Mm hmm. So what's the go-to yeah. order when you guys go? Is it the Reuben? Do you like do the Jerry or do you argue? It depends like- who's paying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've only been a couple times. Yeah. Um, there's been yeah. there's been some times when like I I, I was I, I was given a stern talking to for ordering Hennessy XO like seven oh, times. Jeez. Well, okay. A, yeah. A T bone steak. 
Wow. But like you you wow. know that like you're ordering the good shit when like when you're like, oh, I'll have an Hennessy XO like neat and the bartender is like, oh, you know what you're doing. Right. Damn. Which yeah, was like, he was like, he, yeah, and, like not even like the wink. He's like, oh, <laughs> oh, like, oh, we got a big boy up here. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, yo, I could take tomorrow off. <laughs> right. I'm like Mr. Cody. Dotson. We got Dotson here. here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is definitely going to somebody's corporate card. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I feel like yeah. There's probably not a lot of can you split this five ways energy at the polo spot. Yeah. Uh that's yeah, I doubt no. that, that. Yeah, I don't think that happens there. It's at like all. it's like more of a credit card roulette type of joint. <laughs> and like yeah. you can't tell cuz they're all black cards. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's like the one where you like someone invites you to like dinner there and then like the whole way you're like they invited me so they're gonna pay right, right. <laughs> but but to be honest my favorite thing because like <laughs> let me put my dickhead hat on i've gone on a world tour of the polo bars uh, oh my, yeah well, new, new like york is one of my favorites <laughs> not like there's, they don't they're not they're, there's like one in paris milan chicago is great milan is one of my favorites i love having like lunch there i love having aperitivos at the polo bar because the, the appetizers are the same they have like these insane really? like fried olives really good nuts and that's what i miss about like european well italian drinking culture versus like american drinking culture and like when my when my dad and i would like be able to go to restaurants like he like loves just like snacks while mm. he like drinks mm. and oh, a yeah. lot of american places do that and so you know it's like he he doesn't really he can't really do this anymore but it's like when we every time we'd go out and go to a bar or whatever in like dc or new york he would like always make a suggestion he'd just be, he'd just be like you know it'd be great if like there was like some nuts or like some chips to to eat while you drink and i mean yep. korea is great at this by the way like the bar mm-hmm. snacks too mm-hmm. but yeah i'm a bar snack guy i i can't i can't sit yeah. and drink neat i need some even just like popcorn at like some shit bar in Williamsburg, like yeah. just give me something to munch on. While but the I'm... the Italian aperitivo games unmatched. Yeah. That's why yeah. I, like, I love going to that polo it's bar. Like Snackapalooza, <laughs> literally. <laughs> that's what they call my pantry at night. Man, I love, yeah, that's, I that's love that's actually the Italian term for it. Yeah, it's oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 if you yeah. look uh, it up on Google uh, Translate, <laughs> the Snackapalooza. Yeah. Grazie, grazie mille. Grazie. Yeah, they bring <laughs> that. <laughs> what was it? The uh, I remember going to that place in Florence. Um, I don't know, whatever. Some it's like an it. They, they just shut it down. Not Gili, but the other spot that everyone would go and get. Um, With the Fiddler's at. Elbow? <laughs> no, not Fiddler's Elbow. Oh, but you'd sit down there for your eleven euro Negroni, and they would bring you like a little mini. It looks like a tea tray of a bunch of different. Uh, like nuts and little mini sandwiches and um, potato chips and, you know, and they would bring that down and I would just obliterate them. And that, you know, I would have that as like a mini meal when I'm like broke pity boy. Um, Yeah, it was just, it was the best. Uh, But then, you know, it's not as, it's not the high quality. So, yeah. Anywho. So, Gene, you were roaming the streets. What's what's the report? Yeah, congratulations by the way on on the the Mueller report podcast. Oh, which, thanks. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, no, Noah and I are folks back definitely on, should tune in. Yes, on the ones and twos. Um, yeah, every biweekly. Uh, so tune in. 
Uh, and please buy our 316 collaboration that we just dropped. We dropped last month or so. But yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, Fashion Week is here. I always like to, what's crazy about it is that like New York Fashion Week, if you're on the men's side of the business, like you're done buying for the most part. Like you're done with market. Right. And right. so it's really, it's not even like the calm before the storm. It's like, it's like the icing on, it's like the cherry on top, right? Because mm. I'm not going to too many shows. I'm very fortunate to have gone to some amazing shows. But for the most part, it's like when, when the women's team and, um, you know, like the people who have the last name on the door of the place where I work are usually out and about. Because, you know, women's, spoiler alert, like women's is a majority of the fashion business. And <laughs> Get out. As such, <laughs> you know, a lot, lot, lot of money go, going around. If you, if you don't know, you know, like, which is, which is why, you know, I feel like the, um, like the frog riding a snail all the time during New York Fashion Week because it's just like this is me in like living my little menswear life, which I love, which is great. But um no, it's it's always like I never think it's gonna be as busy as it is. Um but there's always like more events than shows. Yeah. And I've been, you know, I've been out and about. It's been great. Uh, I was able to go to the Peter Doe Helmet Lang show. <sighs> I went to the showroom earlier. I mean the Ocean Vong intro yeah. was very that got me in the feels. The show itself got mixed reviews for yeah. various reasons. Um, but I did go to the showroom and I feel like the hanger appeal of a lot of the collection. I mean, it's like what I do love. My favorite thing is the jeans, like the helmet Lang classic jean. Really good. comes in a variety of fits, but just like, you know, one of the best sort of comments, the most positive ones was one of uh, the people on, on my team, you know, looked at me and he goes, I just want my jeans to fit like that. And I thought what Peter wore in the last look of the show was like, you know, I just want to be able to go to a store, look at things, try it on and like be pleasantly surprised at the price. And mm-hmm. the prices for the collection are good. Like, Oh, they are? Okay. They're very good. Like you're looking at like when, when I had seen it, you know, I was like, I, I really think that the jeans are probably going to be around 275 to 300 and they are. You know, one of the most expensive things at retail is less than $2,000, and it's a leather blazer. Wow. Yeah. I'm. Can we say, that, like, the fact that $275, I'm, I can't believe I'm saying this, sorry. Uh, it's not a lot ver- for designer jeans. Bingo. It is yeah. not a lot at all. Um, it's not that's, a lot. That's gnarly. I mean, keep in mind, the last time they brought back this fit, like this Helmet Lang classic fit, which is, like, you know, somewhere between like a Levi's 501 and like, I mean, they're not skinny, right? It's like a, maybe a 16 inch M. It's like a 501 and like APC new standard kind of thing. Mm-hmm. They did a Uniqlo collab maybe like two or three years ago that was like sort of like the Diet Coke version of it. And this is like seeing them back on the runway and then seeing them in the showroom with the color blocking. Um, there's an insane pair that's like white. It's like a base fa- foundation of like a white denim with mm-hmm. like chiffon color blocking texture on it that peter wore in his finale i say peter like i know him by um first hand but it's really i don't but yeah anyway they look great um mm-hmm. and so i think it's one of those things where when it hits stores and he has this banana republic collaboration launching in october but you know i feel like a lot of people will be able to try on the pieces and just instantly like feel better Mm-hmm. about themselves in it because like there's some great details in like the tailoring like there's like these little like uh sort of hidden side pockets and some of the blazers 
with like these tiny zippers that are really sick. But yeah, you know, I think I not looking at it as like a helmet lane collection, but looking at it as like from like a product perspective of like people going into a store and discovering and being like, Oh, I have a wedding or like, I need to look nice for like a dinner Mm -hmm. from that sort of perspective. I feel like the clothes hit those marks. Yeah. I mean, I'll always find a way to to buy denim. I'm just like, yeah, I probably need a new pair of jeans. And it's like, Mm -hmm. Oh man, you, you know, the 50 other pairs of jeans I already have. And it's like, I don't know. Maybe, right. may, maybe time to get a new pair. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's definitely not for like the helmet lane purists or things like that. I feel like that's like a different customer, but I feel like there, there, there's, I mean, I think the real opportunity is like, it's it's going to be an interesting gateway for people who are like sort of fashion agnostic, like step into like the world of fashion with a capital F, right? Like I can see a future where like, someone looks back and like head to toe Rick Owens and they're like, Oh, my first fashion piece that like, I felt like I was a fashion person was like a Peter Doe helmet length bomber or something like that. Hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. I, Cause I mean, like, you know, it's like we, we got introduced to all this shit from like what APC and like things that we thought were like, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. It. And then it, you're just like, no, like, like this band of outsider shirt is not the last Oxford I'll buy. It actually just is the beginning of the rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it looks good. I'm, I'm def. It was interesting reading some of the different other responses to it. Like Lauren yeah. Sherman's, um, Vanessa Friedman's folks should check it out. Um, but I definitely see the, uh, the Raph Calvin, you know, Oh yeah. Influence for sure. in there. It's all over it. But I, I like, I, I'm in a weird way, like I don't really care. Like it, it still looks pretty good. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I think sometimes people just like, do you really think clothes are going to be new? Like, and I, I don't say that to belittle anyone, but it's just like, does everything really need to be new for it to be good? Like, can't you just refine or reinterpret and it still be good? I mean, that's for me. That's like the majority of menswear. You don't need to to you know, reinvent the wheel or do something nuts. It's just get people excited. And I I always get annoyed when people are like, well, I didn't see anything new. And it's just like, well, sorry. Sometimes you just want to hear Wonderwall or Mr. Brightside just sang really well at karaoke, okay? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I I wish I could have had that clap back. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes you just want to hear Wonderwall. But there's also a thing about like, oh, like to go on that right it's like oh the oasis was just like a shitty version of like a shitty attempt to be the beatles right or to be like this weird mashup of like rock and roll and like all these things and it's Mm -hmm. like yeah but are those songs catchy are they good like that doesn't they're not often mutually exclusive right like it doesn't have to be groundbreaking to be good like right like i think like that's always been a bit of like, even when I was, like, going to shows really heavy into it, I'd be like, yo, that is dope. Right. And then people would be like, I mean, it's just, like, a th- you know, it's like, that's just, like, an anorak, right? Like it's, and it's, but it's For a sure. dope one, right? Like, it doesn't, and I think that's, like, always going to be the challenge, particularly in men's wear, is, like, but, know, yeah, we've got, like, seven sil- silhouettes, right? Yeah, like, right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, one of the things, it's, like, if I'm going to call out some of the favorites, right, like, If you're hearing this, it means you've hit the end of the Patreon preview. Podcasting ain't much, but it's honest work. To hear the rest of the Blamo special episodes, please consider signing up for the Patreon. 
For just a few dollars a month, your hard-earned cash can help our talking heads dress the rest of their bodies in marked-down artisanal clothes. Thanks for listening.